Welcome to Answers by Educators. I'm so pleased that you're giving us a listen today. I hope this podcast can give you some value. My name is Wendy and I'm your host. I have been teaching in the public education system for more than 30 years, and I've seen a lot of things change in my career. As our world continues to change, so does the way that education is delivered and supported. In this episode, an experienced educational assistant is going to share some of her journey with us. Today I'm joined by Candice, who is a special educational assistant, and she's been working with students uh, with a variety of needs for more than 17 years. So Candice, um, hi everyone. I'm going to get us started with just some simple questions, um, just sort of for fun and um, to break the ice. Okay, so um, you don't have to explain yourself or your choices, because um, everyone is entitled. Okay, so first question, yes or no? ketchup on mac and cheese that's a no okay i totally agree that's awesome um are leggings pants uh no i agree for breakfast do you like it hot or cold either oh okay you can sit on the fence there all right um pineapple on pizza yes or no when i'm in the mood for it Oh, I'm a hard yes. I love I love uh, pineapple and pizza. And coffee or tea? Coffee. Mm, I'm a coffee too. And wine, red or white or both? Uh, all. <laughs> all any. <laughs> so my journey uh, was starting out as a regular class teacher. And I always had students in my class that had some special education needs. And then I transitioned into a small class, um, which was a learning strategies class, uh, where I had 16 students and one EA, um, and all the students had an identification of um, learning disability, although there was definitely some behavior in there as well. And these students were able to, to integrate um, into the regular classes. Today, something like that is, is called school support, where they have less students, um, two EAs, but they're able to serve um, students with more needs than just LD. Now, Candace, you've had the benefit of working both in a small class and in a mainstream class with students with various needs. Um, how does your role as an educational assistant differ, or is it the same or parts that are same between small classes and and the mainstream. Great question, Wendy. Definitely has similarities and differences. I've learned a lot in the small classroom um, as you are a little more close knit to the um, the kids and you get your groove with, with who you're working with. And that's like, you're all relying on each other. And that is uh, quite a bit the same. I've, in different uh, schools you can have good relationships with with the, your co-workers and there has been times when you're you're a lone wolf and you don't have a lot of EAs in the school so co-workers are the teachers so you make relationships and whatnot change because it's uh, more of a what do you need um, and how can I help you whereas EA to EA 
you're helping each other a lot. So when you were in your classes, were you the only EA or were there other EAs with you? In the small class, there was two other EAs, so three in total and one teacher. Okay, so you had like a team. A team, yeah. Yeah. And um, when you say like you get into the groove, was it um, very much like a very structured, kind of the same thing day in, like each yes. day? Yes, you are following a routine, um, which is, is best for the kids, it's predictable, and it makes uh, their day easier or harder when they know uh, what's coming up next, and they know uh, what to gear up for and mentally prepare, and, and it, it definitely works when there is a routine and it's the same every day, especially when you're in the small classes, they are typically the kids who, who obviously need more of that. Right. And I, and I know when I had my small class, one of the advantages slash disadvantages was that um, I would have the same students sometimes more than one year if they were in that placement, um, yeah. which could be a great thing in that, you know, you already have you already know each other, you know the strengths and the needs and um, that sort of thing, but it can also be trying um, with yeah. some students as well. Yes, um, well, my only background is behavior and mainstream, so I, I, not, I can't speak to um, the other classes. There's multiple other classes that are small classes that are for more than one disabilities so in behavior there's clearly behavior and uh, so yes it's, it can be wearing they also can become dependent on the adult too much as well and it's a fallback when that person is away and then they fall apart right it goes both ways right and I know um at my school, we talk a lot about um, having kids more dependent upon a structure or a routine opposed to um, the person. Is that what you're kind of meaning? Yes, yes, and that is um, how we work in the current uh, place I am at as well. And they... Um, so right now you're mainstream? I'm mainstream and um, we rotate the meaning there's other EAs and everyone gets to know all of the needs and when we talk and we debrief at the end of the day it's nice to say oh this happened and they can other everyone can chime in and say oh that happened last week don't worry you know and you don't feel like it's all about you because it's just the scenario and it, it's a lot easier not to Um, and, and thinking about the behavior kind of thing. Um, so in your small class, there must have been some extreme situations um, or students with specific needs. And then, uh, but certainly in the mainstream, there, there's also behavior. Um, yeah, definitely. So what were some of the things that in the, in the main or in your small class that, um, you would have 
what structures would you have used to kind of address behavior or to um, try and reinforce good behavior? We definitely all were certified in BMS training. We really, having predictable routines helps with the behaviors that may come up because sometimes it's an anxiety piece or whatnot. If they they knew, say math was a very big trigger, they would have a break before math, uh, like a, they would have that calming room or their their um, choice of walk and talk or whatnot before that to just get them settled in for that. As well, we did have reward system. money and they earned money for like I gotcha I got you being good and I got you you said something nice to a another person and they would get bucks at the end of the month we would have a an auction and they would use their bucks to get little things and prizes and they got to save for it during the day they would be able to use their bucks for a tuck shop that we had and we had, um, like, they could buy time off, off of a, a period of work. Or, but, like, it was pricey. They had to save up for quite a bit of that. And then in the mainstream, I guess that's not really possible. Um, and if you're kind of jumping around from class to class and student to student, um, are there any structures or things put in place uh, for students in the mainstream for behavior? Honestly, I can definitely um, see something like that, a tangible or a uh, reward system that can easily be done. As, As where I am, if you rotate and that person, and we meet every day after school and we chat, they know everyone's on the same page anyway so it's 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 very much like we are all one being so we will all do the same and you could easily do do that if you had a strong team now sometimes kids don't need they don't need food driven and whatnot Um, they just need that fun little sticker or um, just one-on-one chat time with most kids like if you get to their level and talk about their favorite thing you've made their day yeah so i guess if there was going to be like some sort of incentive program it would be more after the the teacher would have to be the driving force there and then the eas would be supportive whoever was in that working right. with that student right and and um, when you're in a mainstream i guess it would be more individualized more than in a small class, you kind of be like, this is the program we're running, everyone's on it. I see. So that's sort of the difference between it. Now, some people might have easier ways of getting their goals than others within that system, but the system's like a blanket for everyone. Whereas when you're in the mainstream and it's that, that teacher, that child, or that classroom, it, you're working more
more like on an individual basis. Now, last year and this year, um, I guess the role of not only teachers, but also educational assistants has had to change um, with the online learning that has happened. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, how your role has changed from being in the physical school to being online and the kind of support that you do now? Definitely. Uh, there is, you, you do get supported still. Uh, it's just definitely different. Uh, you are used to being in person with, their, with the child and their emotional up and down and you can read their body language easily. Online, if they choose to shut the I guess. <laughs> how how do you um, yeah? So and then you're trying to encourage, and it, it is definitely from a distance until they, you know, at, at the beginning it was very difficult for all of the kids. They felt um, weird on online, or you know, it, it's a window into their home, also. So you could see that. You know, some people were definitely meticulously choosing where they were and not moving around, which if they're typically, if they're a kid that typically moves around a lot, that, that made it a lot more harder on them. Some of the kids uh, aren't able to be online. Uh, and why would, important. why would that be? They're already nonverbal and uh, um, not able to manipulate the computer very well or also um, aren't very techy and they chose just not to join in. And so. I guess that um, some of those students, um, the issue might also be um, attending to a, just attending to a screen, um, especially if the attention span isn't there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry Probably. for interrupting. No, no worries. Uh, they were, you know, like some of the, some of my kids are as young as it. So um, the computer skills aren't, aren't there already. Like you haven't learned that yet. Um, so luckily, I was able to work with some of the older kids uh, that I haven't had a, a lot of time with them in this particular role because other needs were more uh, needed or pressing. And so I've gotten to dive really deep into the education role part, not just the daily living, everything with the kindergartens. <laughs> so um, the older kids, it's it's nice to see that they, the, they want your help. My, and the one who's like in grade eight wants to get everything done and gets, we get to be in a, 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 like a breakout room so it's not with everyone and they get to ask those questions that they don't have to say in front of like the majority of the class and it gives them that, that time to get their things done and they get a lot done in a short amount of time when you have one person with you like just bang 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 get things done and then I have other younger grades and um, one 
that has some behavior uh, tendencies and that makes uh, online very interesting. I've had um, lots of singing involved and, and you have to, as an EA, you have to fly on your seat or your pants to be very intriguing for that type of uh, more uh, you have to make it very engaging I guess engaging for them so that they want to be a part of it because you know it's boring it's not stimulating um, like a, a room filled with things and you can you know touch things and take them somewhere you know so yeah I have uh, broke out my singing voice and <laughs> had some funny like things to do. So yeah, it's, you you have to be flexible as an as an EA to to be silly and, and get that engagement going. And that's what I think makes uh, educational assistance um, so so valuable. Um, and I know that the ones that I have worked with have been so flexible so creative um, just to you know give the kids whatever it is that they need um, so I guess I'm hearing um, that from in-person learning the role um, is a little bit more uh, of the hands-on sort of behavior and management and like you say daily living and um, that sort of thing whereas online you've been able to do a little bit more of the um, educational part of the, I mean, it's all education, obviously, um, but a little bit more of the curriculum, I guess we would say, curriculum-based um, yes, assistance. With that, yeah. I mean, in person, it's more, it's more fluid. You can mm -hmm. uh, gauge, like, like I said, gauge their, their mood more at hand like like I'm saying it's it's more available and more easily accessed and when you're online if you need to break out that silliness and you don't see that you might be a little late mm. have you had students who have disappeared from the screen and I definitely had some sometimes where they weren't ready to be they were there, but like put a like towel over the screen or or something, and that they just were like, I'm not talking to you, you know, like just, you know, they're not in the mood, but they really still want you there because they haven't shut you off. So that oh, just that's tells true. you, yeah, to up, turn it up a couple notches to get them back back on screen and and be you know try and get them in more engaged so i mean and then there are the days where you get the hang up button and you're like okay you're done so you know it's just you you've adapted in a different way where the uh, cues of of their mood are not as easily read online just right. like you have to really think outside the box like oh if they didn't hang up but there's being turning the, team, the screen to the ceiling or things like that they you still have them 
have a a bit of their their ear on yeah so yeah they still want that connection I think yes yeah yes and and sometimes it's it's they need it sometimes they're just like you don't need to do the work in that second you don't need to I've learned to be patient enough to say hmm, let's do this the sight words were in my random song and she just or he magically heard them then they got something out of it yeah because you know you might not have repeated it or did it on the screen that was laid out for you but if you're getting it inputted it somewhere somehow that's just how you gotta be flexible and unique and yeah creative sometimes Very good. Now, have you um, and uh, the other EAs that you work with have um, you needed to learn new skills in terms of um, working online with students, or were you all knew all the technology before? Or oh no, we definitely had to learn how to manipulate the presentation and how to switch a screen and share it with the child and you know um, using different new um, platforms like Jamboard even Google Google Classroom was a new thing last year uh, just how do you work around it where do you find the work and where do you find the you know where do you turn things in and how do you let the teacher know that you finished it it it's it was a huge learning curve and now that we've got that we're on to a whole lot of new it's changing constantly and some things are a lot easier um and some things are you know fun to know but um you have to learn how to do that kind of stuff like the volume the internet some things you just have no for those moments because if an adult's feeling that frustration then the child is also I imagine for sure so uh, choice for next year would you choose to continue online or would you like to get back to the brick and mortar school oh, I definitely would love to be with the children in person I I am definitely an in-person educator Awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, chatting today and we'll chat again soon. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh, you're most welcome. Thanks for joining me today and my guest Candice. I hope you learned something or gained some insight into her role as an educational assistant in these changing times. If you have any topics you'd like me to explore, you can visit my website at www.wendyjarvisauthor.com and send me an email, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at Wendy Jarvis Author. Take care and have a fabulous rest of your day.